Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Hey guys, another episode of Lonesome Road. AC Riley here with the Gravel Talk Network. Thank you very much for tuning in. Happy with the first episode, and I got another one in the books. This episode features interviews from Mikey Wilde and Pornstash Peter Swans, the all-night highlight over at Frozen Tundra Wrestling. More interviews to come down the road, down the lonesome road. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. This is your room. walk it alone well here we are folks episode two of the new format which is the lonesome road the new name of the podcast that i came up with last episode uh still i guess a work in progress for those of you that are wondering why it's called the lonesome road if you had didn't tune in uh to the first episode I'm a bit of a Fallout nut, and I was just re-watching some uh, playthrough of the Lonesome Road DLC for New Vegas, and uh, just really remembered how great that DLC was, and I figured that's a fitting name, especially considering the fact that 9 out of 10 times, and about, say, 9.5 out of 10 times when I'm doing these road trips, I'm usually by myself. Um, usually the person that, the, the thing that's in the front seat of the car is uh, the stack of CDs that I've collected over the past couple years to uh, keep myself entertained on these uh, drives to and from shows. At this point, uh, recording, I'm about like 15 minutes away from uh, the destination today, Frozen Tundra Wrestling in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, over at the Shack. Uh, really nice venue, the Shack. Uh, been there a couple times for Wisconsin Professional Wrestling. Always had a good show when those when they were running over there, but they don't run there qu- quite a bit because you know they're so busy with everything in Green Bay. They don't have a chance to really go down there as much as uh, you know Baba Louis or anywhere. So it's kind of been lost to the wayside, lost in the shuffle. And here's Frozen Tundra Wrestling run by Draven Stryker. You know he's trying to get some wrestling started up for for his own namesake, and then. Here's this place that is essentially untouched, and you know I wish him the really I wish him the best. I really hope that tonight is a good draw. Really excited for it. Uh, excited to see some people I don't necessarily get to see a ton of times, um, just because they're usually not on the same shows that I'm on. But you know, figured get this recorded uh, before I get to the venue because otherwise it's not going to get recorded until after the show. And plus, I've already burned through like four CDs on the way here. It's about a, it's about a three-hour drive from lacrosse. And burned through four CDs already. Really don't want it to load up another CD because I'm going to listen to two songs and I'm going to get to the venue because that's usually how that works. You know, right when you get into the song that you want to listen to, ah, got to wait until you're back on the road again. Huh. But anyways, um, it's 
kind of nice just having a uh, single show on the weekend. Past couple weekends has always been a double shot, or last weekend, sake was a triple shot. And as much as I love to keep busy, it's also nice to kind of have some time to myself on a weekend. For example, Friday I was able to uh, get to the mechanic. I uh, really want to take a quick uh, quick moment to give a shout-out to Don Sewing Repair for helping me out with getting my car ship-shape, as it were. A lot of problems that have been with this car ever since I uh, bought it. And I feel like now I'm starting to kind of get my head above water with the uh, the repairs. I mean, there's still plenty of work to do. It's an old car. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's always going to be. But, you know, last week I was talking about that I can hear the issues of the car and have a good idea of what it is. And sure enough, the wheel bearing was the problem. But on top of that, there was also the front stabilizers that were broken, which is more or less for sharp turns, but... Still, you don't want bro- you know broken rods essentially go- going freely in your in your car, you know, because what happens if you have to do that sharp turn? You roll because the stabilizers weren't there, or in this case, when they reloaded the car on the tray uh, to set it up high to get everything fixed, you know the, the the rods apparently went into the steering system. So it's just better safe than sorry. Get a fix. It was only a hundred extra bucks, so whatever. Passing by a uh, motorcycle rally. Just a bunch of people just flying by like geese. I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. Um, what else? I, oh, yeah. I also got a chance to see Infinity Wars, uh, the new Marvel movie. Really excited for that. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Because sooner or later, people are not going to care if they spoil something for you. Because it's already been out for a while. But I felt like if I didn't get it on Friday, then I was going to regret not being able to uh, see it. When everybody was talking about spoilers, I wanted to be sucked in, and man, was I sucked in. It was a really good movie. So, like I said, I just really enjoyed the ability just to have a Friday where I was to myself. Got to visit, got to see the grandparents who were in town uh, starting on Thursday. So my grandma's uh, checking out uh, some hospitals in the Rochester area for her for her spine. And so she's in town visiting uh, with my grandpa. So we were able to go out to dinner on Thursday, hang out on Friday, and then uh, got to go to Marge's on Saturday, uh, this this morning, I guess, get the mess. Got plenty of leftovers for the rest of the week. Super pumped about that. And super pumped to get on the road and wrestle tonight at Frozen Tundra Wrestling in their first show ever. If there's something wrong with my voice, you think there's something odd or off, it's because I've been sick. And I'm starting to slowly recover my voice, but uh, it's been it's been tough because a lot of the times I'm answering phone calls for my uh, for my regular job, my normal job, my eight to four job, and you know I have to answer questions over the phone, which is really hard to do when you can't talk. Matter of fact, when I was talking to my grandpa, who uh, has lost part of his voice to smoking, so he doesn't have to do a voice box per se, but he has a very raspy voice because you know it. He's missing some of his vocal cords. So here I am talking with him about cars, uh, about repair stuff. And him and I have hoarse voices that if somebody was, you know, tuning into that phone conversation, they might have to turn up the volume a little bit to figure out what the hell we were saying. Because honestly, that's the only thing I could think of was not what my grandpa was telling me, but what, uh, what somebody might think if they were listening to this show. But about seven minutes away at this point from Fond du Lac so we're gonna wrap it up here and make the final last 
few minutes of the haul just ready to go try to grab some interviews try to hook something up don't know really who i'm gonna get i threw the threw the line out to a few people and hopefully we get a couple of interviews lined up you know talk with a few people for a few minutes i really like the new format actually just because it's it's uh it's easier to do uh, it's a lot easier for someone to devote five minutes of their life to uh really just bullshitting you know talk about one particular thing that we want to talk about and then joke about the rest of it and maybe go over instead of you know planning for a 45 minute interview and we only talked for 20 minutes because we ran out of stuff to talk about and we ran out of stuff to stretch so i like it i really like it and hopefully we can get some more interviews lined up this time around as we get closer and closer to the shack in Fond du Lac. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Lonesome Road right here on the Grapple Talk Network. When we come back, we'll have somebody, hopefully. Hey, everybody, this is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host, Ragbag, as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews and of course ragbags love for luigi mansion that is all on regular guy gaming check us out you're gonna have to speak so much louder are we doing it right now yeah we're doing oh, i didn't realize we were doing it right well now. i was trying to get i was trying to do it as in like hey so like we're just bullshitting and then it just seemed more natural and now they pull back the curtain <laughs> you pull back the curtain damn it i was trying to be is like gonna be editing here uh, maybe. We'll yeah, I think there should probably be some editing. Probably some editing. Okay, but go ahead. All right. So yeah, when did you uh, when did you do the? Why did you do the gimmick or the monster gimmick? Uh, it was initially in 2013, leading into 14, I do believe. And I was. By the way, volume much better this time. <laughs> and I was out. Uh, I'd been out of action for probably about um, a year or so, from when I was wrestling with. CJ as threat level black. Okay. Um, and then I had left the company for some personal issues, and then once coming back, I just thought I need to reinvent myself, do something more. Sure. Um, it's definitely different because you know you get you get a lot of the like horror ki- gimmicks where you might have somebody that's like dark and brooding, or you know like uh, Mojo McQueen where you have like the uh, the voodoo gimmick and everything like. But like when you walk out, it's it's a lot different than what you might expect from somebody that maybe does like a horror character. You know, like the mask, for example. Like you, a couple times. Like I, like I've told you, sometimes you'll post like the dark photos. Like, oh great, I didn't need to sleep at all or anything like that. So, <laughs> and and initially, like, when I started doing the uh, the Monster Squad gimmick, um, and I ran with the moniker American Nightmare, which is what I got from my close friend Christina Von Erich. That's what she used while she was in Japan. But then last year, Cody Rhodes started using American Nightmare, so I just scrapped that entirely. Yeah, when you, I'll, I'll admit, when I saw the uh, the name change, I was like, yeah, it kind of sucks when people just rip off your name and they're on a higher level scale, like yeah. like when uh, Alex Riley uh, started <laughs> yeah. NXT season three, and I'm like, son of a bitch, not that Alex Riley on every booking you have, <laughs> pretty no, much. But it was uh, so then I just switched it up and I decided. Now, with doing the Monster Squad gimmick, I decided that we can only go so far with the big brooding, beat everyone up thing. So I started incorporating threat level black type stuff into it. So it's a bit more silly, uh, a bit more animated. And so now I go by mean as heck, Mikey Wild. Mean as heck. And 
from the time I struggle through getting through the curtain to the time I trip myself out of the ring and try to scare kids, but they just laugh at me. Yeah. I think it works out well. So what I like about that too is that the fact that most people try to be <laughs> most people try to be so serious when they when they have like a, a character in mind, you know, like they they're they're so hell-bent about not having the egg in their face, you know, trying to be silly or stupid, but I feel like that's a lost art because, you know, you, you get a lot of people that, like, will talk about it's like, oh, that that's what people don't want to do these days. They don't want to have egg on their face. They don't want to look stupid. They want to try to be all serious and everything, but then that is, doesn't that make you a better heel when you're try when you when your gimmick is that you are serious but you're not afraid to look stupid and then be embarrassed of how stupid you look? Absolutely. So yeah, being able to be the butt of the joke makes you so much better. I mean, Bobby the Brain Heenan was the butt of the joke all the time. Oh yeah. But they were still he was still important. He was still serious. Kurt Angle would be the butt of a joke all the time. He literally came out <laughs> to everybody chanting "You suck" <laughs> with his cowboy hat and the kazoos. No, no, no. With not cowboy hat. Mini cowboy yes, hat. My fault. Yeah, my fault. It came out with the milk and sprayed everybody and reenacted the Austin scene. But it's it's just like being the butt of the joke and having egg on your face is just more akin to my actual personality. Yeah. And I just felt like going out there, like doing the Monster Squad, because I could still be super aggressive if it calls for it. I can, and I think for the most part I can wrestle well enough that right. I can still be silly but then do something that people take serious you know and i and again i think one of my favorite promos of all time is that one that you were doing in your basement and had uh had your mom <laughs> shout up that uh, she was making a she's making she that dinner was ready mom i'm trying to be dark and brooding <laughs> don't you finger quote mom that was my mother <laughs> oh, that was your mother yeah. i didn't know that was i yes I, that was legit mama wild she got involved <laughs> I did, that's fantastic I, I didn't know that that's that's what was nice because like i honestly was willing to write that off as like oh that was probably his girlfriend or something like that that did like the nasally voice or the <laughs> did the mama voice or something like that i didn't think that that would i, I don't know why i just didn't expect nope. that it was your actual mom it was mama wild and she stuck it stuck the landing <laughs> so 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 take take me back to that promo so like when you were when you're talking to her it's like hey mom uh, i'm gonna cut a promo and i need you to like just do this just get involved like was she just like oh oh what whatever or was she totally like okay no, she totally Wait, understands. Did, did she, did Keep she in understand? Keep in mind, she's, like, she raised me, so she knows my personality. She knows the type of person I am. Sure. And having doing this 11 years, she knows how ridiculous I can be. So when I brought the idea to her, she's like, absolutely. <laughs> so she's like, let's do it. Yeah. That's awesome. She's she's very much involved with anything I do wrestling-wise, throwing me ideas and wanting to be a part of things. So That is fantastic. It's always fun when I'm able to get her involved. So we, I uh, just did a promo with uh, Nick for our, uh, our best friend gimmick where uh, basically we filmed him playing Monopoly by himself. <laughs> and and uh, once, once, once I get it to edit, I'm actually going to under, I'm going to play uh, all by myself like on, in the track. So it will just like play softly. And then like when he has the moment where he like throws the, the table and everything, then you'll get the, the chorus and everything. Yes. Just stupid shit like that. You know, this honestly, it's a lot more fun to, to do that egg on your face gimmick than it is to be this like serious character where you can't do anything with because you know if, if you're like oh I'm this this demon out of hell you can't you can't be stupid yeah because then it's like oh man you're kind of shit on yourself aren't you're you just getting pigeonholed right into a specific thing exactly but it's like if I'm able to use if I'm able to deviate from that seriousness and be multifaceted then it's like do you need me to do a serious 30 man or a 30 minute then okay I'll do it do you need me to do a two-minute, I slip on a banana peel, they go over, I'm upset, and I have a tantrum? I'll do it. You pay the same. It, well, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I like. I just want to be able to entertain. 
And at the end of the day, that's all I want to do. Even down, I mean, if you've seen the designs for my shirts. Yeah, we got now, that was that was gonna be next on the list. Up at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Mikey Wild. M-I-K-E-Y-W-I-L-D. No E at the end. There it's you not go. Mikey Wildy. Not Mikey Wildy. But like even that, like you see so many t-shirts that take themselves so seriously. And like I saw yours as well with the Fallout logo. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like that's the stuff you want to do. Stuff that reaches out to people and they go, oh, that's cool. No one wants a big old picture of me, like my face just on their t-shirt. Hey, and speak, muscles. Speak for yourself, man. He switched that now, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to play his music. Yeah. And then you're going to come out and go, whoa, fuck all that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. No, but that's that's the thing is, uh, you know, you, you say that nobody's going to buy a shirt. That's bullshit. I'm totally going to buy that shirt. Because <laughs> I, I, what I like about him is that when, when I... Because you know most people have this like the serious like focused look, and when the, on your designs you're just like oh, I'm here, I'm, <laughs> yeah, right. like, like this, you're you're riding a bear chopping on a beat, and you're just like you know, this is just normal. This, this is, is this is my life. This is Friday. <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, yeah. Just speak for yourself, man. I'm totally getting one. Of those <laughs> That's exciting to hear. Just just, just to walk around and be like, what the fuck is that about? It's right. Like, you know exactly. <laughs> I was like, currently I have the one with the Hasbro up, and I'm waiting for the. Uh, the office Mikey Wild collaboration to be approved, but hopefully within the next two or three weeks that'll be up there. So, so tell me. Uh, so, obviously, you're a big Office fan. Yes. You know, because you wouldn't Enormous. you wouldn't do a Bears beats right. Mikey Wild T-shirt if you're just like, oh, uh, this sounds like a this is a pop culture reference. Right. No. 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 So, no. so walk me through talking with the uh, with the graphic designer about that. It's like, hey, so I want this. I want. I just imagine like me sitting on a bear, just chomping on a beat. I love the office. Like, was just like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you want. Or just like, <laughs> oh, I don't watch the office. It, well, um, the one who did the design is Decobra, and forgive me because I forgot what his actual design company is made. Is it like CP Arts? Or CP something? Arts and Designs, I think. Um, I was wondering who did it, and then I think you tagged them. And like, oh yeah, they make all the legacy posters. Yes, 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 yes. But he said he's seen the office here and there, so he wasn't exactly sure on the reference. But I think just from an hour of talking to me when we were on the show together, he realized he he could make this silly and ridiculous. He knew full well this didn't need to be a ferocious bear. He just needed to. He just it just needed to be a bear. He needed to put he needed to put it together, and he, he nailed it. So how worried were you when he kind of you kind of had to like lead him on the path to like understanding the gimmick? And instead of being like, oh, I totally know what you're talking about. Because I feel like I feel like even if you don't watch a ton of The Office, everybody at least knows the Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, was it was it one of those things where you were like, oh, my God, I got this great idea. It's going to be so great. What, what do you think? And you're like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get it's it. Like, uh, and, and actually, what I did was send him the clip from The Office. Okay. I sent him the two and a half minute clip. And I was like, the vibe of that is what I want in the design. See, that's what's nice about the internet now because if you tried to do that, you know, way way back when, you it would just have to be like, I really hope that they watched that or yeah. recorded it on VHS or whatever. See, what was nice with mine was, you know, the guy uh, of the dead uh, designs who does it, like he does like a ton of like wrestlers as like zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has like one with like CM Punk, one with World sure. War Animal, etc. So like for me, it was an easy sell to like, I love his stuff. But then it's like half the face, just make it like zombie-ish as a ghoul or whatever. Right. So I was like, I was like A, he, it was easier because he knew Fallout, so he knew the game. So when I explained it to him, but then for me, not realizing he played the game, it'd be like, hey, this is right up your alley. Right. So, like, even, so yeah, but obviously that's a little bit easier to track than, 
hey, there's right. That'll <laughs> and I, and I think going getting like designs for wrestling stuff is very akin to tattoo work. Yeah. Like certain people are very good at certain things, and then they're good at other things, and then they're maybe not great at other things. Like if I want a portrait done, you go to this guy. If I want oh, yeah. photorealism, you go to this guy. And I thought it was the same thing with these. Like the this cartoonish, silly design, I felt I could go to because that's what he. That's what he does. Right. Um, the Hasbro one, I went to a guy who was exclusively doing Hasbro ones. Um, I went to Spot Monkey Media to do my my new wrestling tights. Um, my buddy Heartthrob up in New York, who does he started working on a Mikey Wild one, but that man has become so busy that yeah. he just can't do that. And he like he has a lot of like zombie Ultimate Warrior zombie uh, Hulk Hogan stuff too. So that's always a shame too when you like when you know that somebody's gonna knock it out of the park, but then they get so busy or, or their or their personal life gets in the way, and you're like ah shit. It was like initially uh, the first design he started to do for me was I was in a walking motion, and there were he was replicating the 1992 Royal Rumble cover art, which was someone in front and then everyone walking behind them with the street lights on them. Okay. And so it was going to be me in the front with a bunch of like Michael Myers, Jason, Freddie, Pennywise in the back following me and it was going to be American Nightmare Mikey Wild. I like that. But then he got so busy with running his death matches up in New York um, and then once Cody changed his name I was like, it doesn't even fit anymore. He was <laughs> like, hey man, don't worry about that. Like, okay, cool. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't even started. <laughs> he did, like He showed me two different ones he had of me and like I still want him to at least finish those just so I can sell them as 8x10s yeah. or something. They're awesome. See, that's, that's what I like about my design was that it's it's so the design is so nice that it can't just be a, uh, a t-shirt. It has to be an 8x10. Sure. They, I'm going to make mine into 8x10s as well. Oh, hello. Do you like talking about life and the fun you have with your friends and games you play with each other and memories you've had over the course of time? <sighs> Nothing's better than family, folks, and here at the Ross Family Podcast, we really love having fun. Myself, Jack Spade, Victor Ross, Scott Williams. A turtle. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, who the hell are you, Isaac? We're leaving John Priest. Yeah, I put him to the back of the handshake line. That, whoa. That's, is that is that okay to say? Uh, it's kind of kind of edgy a little bit. It is a little edgy. I apologize to those who are offended, but that's how we communicate with Sean Priest. Do we need a safe zone after that? Now? Uh, maybe. A safe place. Safe Safeway. That's safe. a good store. You, you are not woke. Safeway. Safe uh, not woke. Safeway. I think that's a good store. I've heard of it. How do you feel about your match today? Uh, I feel really good. Um, me and Damon Knight go you way knew back. That you would. What? You feel good. You knew you would. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. You know, uh, sometimes confidence can be taken as a negative, um, but I, I'm confident in all my matches, and uh, I was confident today. I mean, Joey Britton was probably the only guy in there that really stood a chance. Uh, but it, aside from that, uh, on a more humbling note, it was good to be in the ring with Damon Knight. Uh, me and him go way back. We go 10 years back uh, before we were on the Indies, and... Uh, it's great to see him again. It's great to show know that he's improved, um, and, and it was great to share the ring with him again. So I, I was pumped for today. So speaking of confidence, uh, do you feel that confidence in front of two twenty two hundred people when you were touching another man's penis? Um, let me let me just say that uh, I was nervous that entire day. I don't know if it sh- was shown to the crowd. I don't know if uh, Joey Ryan knew. I don't even know if my own family knew, but. 
I, I was nervous as all heck. He was the biggest name that, that I've worked. I mean, yeah, Bushwhacker Luke is up there. Um, but, I, I mean, Joey Ryan's current. Everybody knows about him. I mean, he's going viral every other match with his dick stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just super excited to wrestle someone with a similar character um, and, and just have a fun match. It's, that was a lot of people. I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in years. And it, it, just, it just sparked this uh, motivation in me. I, I, don't know, I don't know what it was or how it happened, but I've been on cloud nine since, man. And then interrupting Ryback and Sadus's match was so fulfilling because I'm coming after Sadus. You know, that actually, I'm going to get a little bit off topic here, Alex. Well, by all means. I need to get something off my chest. Uh, This goes out to ACW fans. This goes out to the suits of ACW and every single champion minus Colin Brooks. Because let's just face it, I made him. I made the Water City Championship what it is today, and I made him the wrestler that he is today. I hold the wonderful ACW mustached trophy. I can cash in at any time. I can cash in on Wild and Randy, the two uh, two guys that share a bed with each other. I can take them on in my sleep and become ACW tag team champions. Or I can go to Mr. Sadist and I can take his championship whenever I want. Whoever Marcus Kayfabe is writing a damn article about me, or excuse me, writing an article and not including me in it, how dare he, how dare ACW continues to disrespect the all-night highlight Peter Schwans. So, ACW, Suits, Sadist, Wild and Randy, and any other future champion, you better watch yourself because you have a target on your back. And trust me, the money shot is going right where that target is. All right. That's a, I mean, as far as off topic goes, that's pretty off topic, but that. I needed to get that off my chest because I saw that article and I just went off on Twitter. How Who is t- that guy anyway? Like, I, I saw him pop up on Facebook and I'm like. Somebody is somebody just messing around. Well, I have no idea. Hell, it, it could be anyone. I mean, it could be guys that can't get bookings. It could be just some random fan. It's just Snake Eyes. It's probably Snake. Eyes. It could be Snake Eyes. I'm I, actually I, surprised because he. Uh, I, I'm surprised because I could actually see the account. So I mean, maybe it's not Snake Eyes because he would have blocked me by now. I don't know. Maybe he's the uh, only touring artist in New Holstein. So maybe they're like feuding or something. Meth. Not even once. I mean, I mean, uh, Puff Daddy and Notorious B.I.G. They all had a little tiff. You see how that ended. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not insinuating anyone's going to get shot. I'm just bringing up history. I mean, it could be worse. You could wish that uh, somebody's kids were the next victims with a drive-by. Oh goodness. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing that happened. Wow. A couple months that's, ago. That's that's. I think that's worse than what I said to Sean Priest. That's uh. That's definitely a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> and how? Oh my god. Oh man. So okay, so really quick, so 
Uh, back to WrestleCon quick. You said you had a lot of uh, people that you didn't get to see, and, and I, we're going to circle around the dick a little bit because uh, that's, just, I mean, that's just something you don't get to talk about. Fondly another man's genitalia. So, did you get a lot of people like, oh man, I haven't seen you in years. Oh, he's talking, he, yep, he's, he's, he's <laughs> grabbing himself a handful. Yeah. Oh, that's what he's been up to. Okay. I think, um, I think the opening line to everyone that I've talked to since then is, um, so how does it feel to grab someone's nuts in front of 2,500 people? And my answer, it felt awesome. There's I mean, not, there's nothing homo about it. Absolutely not. Uh, I don't care if there was two people, 10 people, 25,000, 2,500, two and a half, two and three, three quarters, million. three million. That was entertaining, and that was something on my bucket list that I wanted to do just to Joey Ryan. For the record, for those that like to construe my comments, um, you know, I, I've that happens so, a lot. So, so Joe Smo listening is like, oh man, I can get porn stash to touch my genitalia. It's like, nope, nope, that's not going to happen. That only applies to uh, that only applies Joey to Joey Ryan. Ryan. Now he returned the favor later on. For those of you that weren't there, uh, he gave me uh, a, a dick bomb. So what happened was, is I went for a uh, my mustache ride, and all of a sudden he puts his hand out, and then, um, and then all of a sudden, uh, oh here you go, buddy. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, sorry about that. Just needed to uh, uh, talk to the booker do some, there. Do I, some under the table stuff. Hey, uh, quick, in a van. quick shout out to Draven Striker. I just want to thank him for for including me on this Frozen Tundra wrestling event. Um, I love being back at the shack and. Uh, you know, wonderful yeah, things are going to happen here. Um, but uh, anyways, going back to Joey Ryan. Um, so he reversed my Bronco Buster by grabbing my junk. Now, holy moly, that really hurt. He has a tight grip. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, sh- if you're going to be the master of the dickplex, you got to have to, you know, master every form of martial art with your penis, right? Right, exactly. I but, mean, that's that's how Pornhub sponsors you, man, if, you, if you, you're the fine arts of it. I wish Pornhub sponsored me. Any porn site. I mean, anyone that... Uh, I'm going to work on that. I've tweeted them a few times, but uh, someone's in the industry a little bit more than I am. Uh, feel free to hook it up. I'd gladly take the sponsor. What's your favorite porn site? Uh, my favorite porn site Which is... Which is like the one that you would love to get sponsored by more than the uh, other one. Tube8.com. Tube8.com. Yep, that's uh, with the number eight and tube that rhymes with lube. So, okay. Yep. I like it. So, um, yeah, that's that's my favorite. Pornhub is uh, my second favorite. And then RedTube is my absolute... If I really have watched too many videos, which happens a lot... I, that's my that's my uh, third runner up. I'm so. a I'm an X video guy. I, I like X video because it usually has just about everything that I'm looking for, and it has like a lot of stuff that maybe like it's kind of a compilation of other different sites and everything. Right. Um. So that's usually where I go. Uh, speaking of Pornhub and Colin in the same sentence, uh, I was over at uh, River City and I bring my laptop over there to you know get the uh, get the film from the shows like downloaded on my computer. Yep. I made the mistake of leaving the laptop open and unlocked. So sure enough, when I walk back to my computer, all of, all of a sudden I like you know how like the porn sites have like all the all the animations and the banners. Yep. I see I see a dancing ass on my computer from the corner. I'm like, what the hell? 
And then I get closer, and I, then I see, like, a picture of, like, some chick sucking a dick. Like, I was like, all right, who's the son of a bitch? And then <laughs> I honestly thought it was Nick, because I was like, who else is going to touch my computer? Right. And then afterwards, uh, Colin was like, so get, like, we were talking about our match, and he was he was like, yeah, I, I figured that was uh, the, the receipt, the stiff shots you gave me. I thought that was a receipt for putting Pornhub on your computer. I was like, that was you, you son of a bitch. That was great. Oh, jeez. Um, like, I wasn't even mad, because I was like, I looked at the computer, I saw Pornhub, and I'm like, yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. You know? Yeah, I mean, he does some good things in life, um, and then the rest of it just sucks. Uh, if you haven't figured this out, I truly dislike. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, like I said, I made him who he is. I made him the Water City Champion, and any other success I see RCCW. He's got tag titles up to Ying Yang. That's only because Adam Grace is carrying him, and whatever Adam Grace isn't carrying with his golden back, I made the rest of it. But back to Joey Ryan. Back to Joey Ryan. We, yeah, it's okay. I love it. Um, anyways, he ended up pushing me up to the second rope and giving me a huge dick bomb to the crowd's love and and yeah so that was that was a fun match um i took the lollipop in the mouth i made sure to take it out before i hit the frog splash um i, I was wondering why it was still in my mouth like I, I it was the reaction like oh my god this was in his pants now it's in my mouth ah i get it out of my mouth and then i ended up kicking him and doing something and then all of a sudden i get to the top rope i'm like what is still in my mouth there's a couple videos around, so you'll be able to see it in the video. But um, all in all, uh, big shout out to uh, that event. Um, that that was that's something I'm never for, gonna forget. Uh, it was yeah, awesome. I I can honestly say that uh, you know I I was really looking forward to going to WrestleCon, then I got booked elsewhere. But uh, you know, looking at the match card from everything. And there's there was a lot of good matches on the card. Don't get me wrong, but then when I saw you and Ryan, I could honestly say that like, if there was a reason that I was upset I couldn't make it, it was that match. Like not trying to, you know, on the theme of dicks, not trying to suck yours, but I can honestly say like, I could have missed every single match and been okay with it. But yours, like I told you, it was like, hey man, I want to know how the, everything went because I was actually generally curious because I was actually pissed I missed that one. So Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. I, I'm really humbled by, by everyone's uh, comments and messages and even the even the boys and girls in the back. I mean, uh, Stacy Shadows, who is one of my best friends, um, she came up to me last night at uh, WPW. By the way, it was great to be back in a WPW ring with, with my brothers. Um, but she came up to me, you know, we caught up a little bit and, uh, she's like, you know, I, it was so great to see you and to hear that you were working Joey Ryan. I mean, it's something that I've wanted to see for a long time and, and so on. So it, it's just been wonderful to hear the kind words. I mean, I, I have no other words for it. I mean, this business has given me a lot in my life. Um, this business means everything to me. Um, I will fight tooth and nail to keep the business the way the business was taught to me for the rest of my career. And um, I, I will never take anything for granted in this business. Like I said earlier, uh, I, I would have grabbed his junk in front of two people. I mean, just to give everyone out there listening a perspective, uh, one week ago, 2,500 people. Last night, I don't know, I'll estimate 200. Um, I, I think that's how many were in Luxembourg for WPW. I could be wrong. 150, 200. Here, how many would you say? 100, 150? Same bad, yeah. Um, so, I mean, 
I'm going to perform the same way because I love this business. I love punching people in the face and then I like riding them after. Yeah. Um, and I, I, if anyone was watching my Facebook, I was going nuts on Facebook Live because I was just so excited. I wanted to document this day for the rest of my life. I kept saying that Joey Ryan was going to need Neosporin on his nose. And sure enough, when we got to the back and he was changing, he was putting Neosporin on the tip of his nose. Fantastic. Um, so it, it was it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's I, I have no other words for that but awesome, man. So let me let me ask you this too because you're talking about Facebook Live because uh, one of the goals that you had on the uh, on the workers page, um, you wanted everybody to be plugging the Facebook, you know, going on live, talking about the show and everything. You wanted to break the internet. So how did you feel when you had like Jason Jerry saying like, oh, the connection's kind of spotty right now? Because like my first reaction is he's doing it. He's breaking the internet. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna answer that because Jason Jerry uh, just did that to get himself over so um, we'll we'll leave that alone but what I will say is if anybody else would have said it would you have gotten excited absolutely okay. um, but we That's did right. break the internet um, there was about 10 of us who consistently went live and I got so many notifications. That, yeah, every, like, Boop, everybody's phone live, was so going off. Live. I figured out how to Instagram live for the first time. Did you know Twitter can go live? I had no idea Twitter could go live. I didn't, but I'm not surprised because it seems like like every single social media platform is like mimicking each other. Yeah, I just I can't believe like that. You can, do, you can do Snapchat stories on Facebook now. I guess I couldn't. I mean, I'm on social media a lot, but I guess I don't Twitter as enough enough as everyone else, but. Yeah, I, I went live on that too. I just I just wanted everyone to know how excited I was. Um, at the end of the day, I still disliked most of the fans, and it's okay that they hated me as well. Um, I, w I was there to punch them in the face, ride them in the face, and show everybody why I deserve to be at the top of the mountain in ACW and every other promotion in this state. I mean, there, it's been a long time. I've been in this eight years. Um, I've won a lot of titles. I've wrestled a lot of matches. I've seen a lot of things. I just want people to know and be comfortable that I'm confident enough that I can be at the top of the mountain. Give me that opportunity, and I will show you what I am made of. Um, and, and I'm just happy that I can continue to do this. Um, there was a promo. Um, there was a promo that aired at ACW. Um, where, where we had to give our genuine thoughts on what ACW meant to me. And uh, I did a montage about my father. Now, my father, big papa porn stash, he had a huge mustache, which is why I have a mustache. He was the one that introduced me to wrestling. He was the one that um, loved The Undertaker and made me a big fan of The Undertaker and um, just introduced me to the world of wrestling. And... I wanted to dedicate um, you know, that big show to him because he died when I was young. Um, he's always been there. I talked to him before every match um, to let him know that I am thankful for him giving me that opportunity. Dude, I was six years old. I didn't know any different. I was just watching guys in their underwear beat each other for a belt sure. that they didn't even need to wear a belt for. Yep. And I didn't know the difference. But I continuously watched wrestling, watched Monday Night Raw, loved Stone Cold Steve Austin. And in the 90s and the 2000s, it was just a hotbed for attitude. I mean, I, I keep going on tangents, but I'm just so it's thankful. Right, I do it. I love the conversation. I'm glad that you uh, took the time to want to interview me. 
um, and talk to me, but everybody on the internet says, why isn't this the Attitude Era? Bring back the Attitude Era. We can't bring back the Attitude Era because think about this for a second. I want everyone to just think. Think about the 90s. Think about the early 2000s in wrestling and in the real world. In the 90s, Salt and Peppa, TLC, music, movies, porn even. Playboy TV was doing the weather naked in the 90s and early 2000s. Yep. Howard Stern became big. In the, now, and don't quote me on exact years, but in that era. In that timeline. Yeah. In that timeline, everything, sexuality was coming out. It was better to be naked. It was better to, to be more provocative. Right. And that's why the Attitude Era thrived. Because you had so many crazy characters. You had Stone Cold. I just keep using him as the poster child because he is. Stone Cold 316 says I just whipped your ass. Dude, you couldn't say that nowadays without offending someone. Right. Back then, you probably wouldn't offend anyone. Maybe the 10%. Now you'd probably offend 40, 50, 60% of people well, even, out there. Even on that note, like you, you even fast forward to 2005 with Eugene. You Absolutely. know, like that was like that was such a, like people love that gimmick, but he can't do that. Like he wrestles, uh, he runs his own company in uh, North Dakota, and he wrestles around everything. But he doesn't necessarily do that exact gimmick where he says he's retarded. You know, because he if he said that now, he'd be lynched. Right. You know, exactly. because he's he's not special. You know, he's he's not you know sorry for the word, but he's not a retarded character. Yes. Because like that, like in 05, it was like oh okay not cool but like people thought that was actually him so it's like oh good for him but now that the curtain's been pulled back a little bit it's like right you if you do that ugh, you're in trouble and it's just everybody's so uptight about social issues but 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 my point of the tangent is just think about the the provocity prov- pr- provocity the profane the the how provocative words. yeah words. words are tough how provocative it was and how sexual it was that's why the Attitude Era thrived when it did. And that's the reason it probably can never come back. Right. But they're going to make their own Attitude Era from here on out. Because you see guys uh, like Roman Reigns, for example. Yes, I know. Oh, you're throwing it, shoving them down our throats and blah, blah, blah. That's what the general internet community says. You know what I say? He's the hardest worker in the room. They're right. He is the hardest worker in the room. He busts his balls every single night, and he pushed the envelope. That was that was his time, and that was his way of introducing his own era. And there's never going to be an old school era again. There's never going to be an attitude era. There's never going to be a PG era, because as time goes on, it creates his own era. So everyone listening out there, I don't care if you really agree with me or not. This is what I believe. Everybody just needs to sit down and fucking love wrestling. Love that it's on TV. Love that you get to watch it for three hours. Stop complaining that the greatest Royal Rumble was five hours. You saw Titus O'Neil fall flat on his face and slide into third base safe. I mean, just appreciate wrestling, appreciate the art, appreciate the dick plexes, and appreciate the men and women they're going out there each and every night. And that's why I continue to do this. This is why I sit down and I watch Monday Night Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. I shoot darts. 
but I try to watch every pay-per-view because I genuinely love wrestling. I don't care who they're pushing as long as it makes sense and it entertains me. Absolutely. That's all I care about. So uh, that was a random tangent. That was a great way. <laughs> That's a good way to start wrapping that things up, though. I mean, like, I don't think we can get any better than that. So you mentioned social media, so uh, why don't you uh, give yourself a plug there? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you search Porn Stash Peter Schwanz on Facebook, you can find me. I just hit 1,200 <sighs> likes. Hit the like button. Um, don't send me a friend request because I, I try to keep both pages separate. I know how weird it is in the era of social media, but I truly try to take business on my personal, wrestling on my Facebook. So sure. do that. Hit me a like. Uh, YouTube, uh, I got a bunch of matches up there, 160 matches over my career. Check that out. That's at Pornstash2012. I know that's really old. Um, uh, Instagram at Pornstash2013. And then Twitter at Peter Schwann's 15. So check me out. Uh, come out to the shows. Give me a high five. Um, you know, and, and let's just have some fun. I fucking love it. And uh, AC Riley, I have a question for you. I'm going to turn this around. Oh I'm actually going to take the phone oh, no. because I'm interviewing now. Oh, and I want to ask you a question <clears throat> sure. because um, I know that uh, you didn't have a chance to, to perform nor attend WrestleCon, but we all have that one special show that, that just sets it apart. And I want you to wrap this interview up with your uh, most favorite and most memorable show that you've ever done. Favorite and memorable show. Ah, oh, man, that's a, that's a good one. Can I take a second to think about it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. um, so uh, we... We're taking a little break here. I want to thank our fine sponsors. I want to thank uh, Tube8 uh, for the videos that you continue to put out. Um, I really appreciate uh, the ones where the Property Brothers, um, where you got the real estate agent uh, trying to sell the guy the house. Um, and then all of a sudden they end up doing things. And then at the end there's the money shot and we're all waiting for. By the way, that's another tangent. Did you all know that... Um, wrestling, strippers, and porn all have the same things in common because we all go to the venue, whether it's a house, a strip club, or a bar, or a pool hall, or whatever, with a gear bag. We all end up getting naked at some point during the show. Um, and as far as stripping goes, you have gear, and we have gear, and wrestling, and porn, well, your gears, your skin. So skin gear, if that's a real thing. Um, and then, um, then there's always a finish to everything. There's finish in porn money shot. There's finish of the match when it's one, two, three. And then there's the finish when the stripper song ends. Oh, and they all have entrance music. There's always entrance music. So, um, I wanted to take a second to, uh, to thank our fine sponsors. Now back to Alex Riley back here. To me. Uh, did you have a chance All to right, take so, a, a think about it? So I got, I got two in mind. All right. Um, so the first one I think was, would have been, uh, freedom pro wrestling at the Omni center, which is like, in, it's in Alaska. It's like right next to my, uh, neck of the woods. And 
I, what I really enjoyed about it is that it was like one of the, it, the Omni Center is this huge entertainment area. They have all the hockey, they have all the giant entertainment, you know, like it's a, it's a big place, you know, it's kind of like that Oshkosh Arena kind of vibe, you know, just a little bit, a little bit smaller scale, but the same idea that they can fit so many people in there. Um, so I got to do a show with, uh, Diamond Dell's page, um, nice. that it was on the card and, uh, I wrestled this guy named Atu who wrestles for, uh, Perfect. Bless you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, for, uh, Sanctuary, uh, where Angry Wrestling Vet, he does that, his promotion, and he's the uh, just big monster. And I got to basically do a job match to him, and I just met like it was really cool for me, like young in my career, to be able to wrestle in that huge environment at such a young age. And even though I didn't do anything crazy, I just remember it was nice to, to have him say that he enjoyed that side of the match. He wishes it would have just been me and him opposed to me and him and then him versus a tag because they were getting over that he was this big monster guy and then even Paige was like it, it wasn't bad so I was like at the young age I had Paige was like yeah you did what you needed to do and everything didn't say I sucked that's, so that's awesome cool. um and then that's what she said hey all right um 500 comedians out of a job and I'm sitting here trying to be funny shout out to uh big daddy rough crossings out there his hey, father all right um and then I think for the other one probably is the uh, shows I would put together at the uh, the campus okay. over at UWL. Because, oh, that was a fun show. Yeah, because it was just for me. It was my first hand, like it was my first opportunity to really do any promoting. You know, where I, I had help. You know, but a lot of it was just going off of what I observed and kind of learning things as I went. And I always had fun with those because they were so stressful. But just hearing what people thought of the matches afterwards and just watching the show go in motion, everything was going well. We raised a lot of money for a good cause. Absolutely. And just hanging out at the after after bar afterwards um, and even just tearing down afterwards and just be like, man, that was fun. And so I, I wish I could do more of those. I just have to coordinate with my fraternity because now, nowadays, if, uh, if I want to set that up, I have to get them to book it because otherwise I have to pay like thousands of dollars and I don't want to do that. No, I don't blame you. That sounds awesome, dude. Thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you for giving me the opportunity and uh, flipping the script. Yeah, dude, I, that's what I'm all about, just doing something a little bit different. Um, so I, I really appreciate you wanting to talk with me. I love doing interviews. I wish I could do them more often. I'm not technically sound to do a, do a podcast or anything like that, although I don't know if anyone would actually want to listen to me ramble for two hours about uh, whatever. So, so we talked about uh, really. This is the last thing. You know, I I get to do at least one tangent. Um, so, the, one of the things I noticed on the internet was uh, you know kind of talking about like the old school days and like today's age. Um, that podcasts now are the equivalent of like we should start a band. And I thought about it. And it's like that's so perfect because it works in so many ways, right? Because people will do a podcast and then they'll split up and yep. they'll kind of do their own things because they want to do a podcast still, but they're doing their format and this person's doing their format. They get new people, just like high school bands. Yep. Where you would have a high school band, you guys would split up, the singer would leave, and then they get a new singer, Absolutely. and then you would get a new band. And I was like, Holy and shit. think about that. It was rock music back in the eighties too. Right. There was a lot of lot of members that ended up swapping and stuff like that and um yeah it just goes to show like as much as you want the old days to come back they're never going to come back you just have to be willing to accept that that what's going on in front of you is the current era and and, and interpret it the way it should be interpreted amen um so 
I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, uh, Riley. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And um, just love wrestling. Stop hating everybody. Let's all get along. All right. Let's uh, let's get in the back so then you can change. You're probably a little bit cold now, huh? Yeah, I'm a little chilly, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll be all right. Uh, so, um, hey, if anyone's out uh, in the future weekends, uh, make sure you got safe ride homes. Call a cab if you need to. All right. Hello, wrestling fans. Cole Cabana coming to you live from the One Hour Tease Arena in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. The pro wrestling action has been great so far. As you can see, Joey really dominating the ring so far. There's a beautiful belly-to-back suplex. And... Uh-oh. Looks like Joey's shirt has been ripped. What's up with that? You ripped my shirt. Let's go check an instant replay, see exactly what happened there. You can see Joey's shirt ripped from the collar, and that's not good when you're trying to wear your pro wrestling t-shirt. Man, you ripped my shirt. It's my only shirt. Joey. Hey, it looks like Ryan from One Hour Tees just threw Joey Ryan a brand new t-shirt. Thanks, pro wrestling tees. ProWrestlingTees.com, over 3,000 wrestling t-shirts designed and sold by pro wrestlers. Wrestlers such as Steve Austin, CM Punk, Macho Man, Nick Foley, DDP, Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, Hexaw, Jim Duggan, Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, Cole Cabana, Joey Ryan, Cliff Compton, and the entire Bullet Club. All stores owned by pro wrestlers. Support pro wrestling today and visit ProWrestlingTees.com. And there you have it. The end of the second episode of Lonesome Road, the new format for the podcast, uh, but still highlighting Midwestern independent wrestling right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Uh, again, I'd like to thank my guest for this show, Mikey Wild. He's so heckin' generous. And then I'd like to also thank uh, Porn Sass Peter Swans, the all-night highlight for going on multiple tangents and uh, talking about porn because all wrestlers talk about porn at least once, uh, in this case a lot. And I enjoyed all the uh, tangents. And again, both uh, both interviews went a little longer than five minutes, but I would rather, again, just say, hey, five minutes of your time, that's all I need, and then we just bullshit, and we just start talking, and we talk about this, and then that reminds us of this, and then just keep the conversation going, because then I feel like I'm not pressing or pressuring anybody to get a good conversation out of them. It just flows naturally, and that's what I think uh, really makes the show a lot better. Um, but yeah, Frozen Tundra Wrestling in the course, uh, I just want to say that I am awful at uh, getting out when I need to get out. Um, I was planning to leave around intermission uh, just because, again, not feeling the greatest. And I just want to get home, want to get uh, to bed, go to sleep, hang out with the cats. Um, sure enough, pretty much stayed right until the main event was about to start. But I just want to go on a tangent here. Speaking of tangents, uh, so... As a joke, I made a match graphic for Pyramid Productions for Frozen Tundra Wrestling um, for the main event of the tonight show. It was uh, Stacey Shadows, Melanie Cruz, the Maidens of Iron versus Sierra and Vanessa Zuri. And um, as a joke, I made up a tag name for them. You know, something I, I typically say to them anytime they do anything millennial, millennial-ish. I just shake my head and I'm like, God damn millennials. And I asked them if they had a tag name idea. They said they didn't have one. So as a joke, I made the match graphic. Maidens of Iron versus the goddamn millennials. Because I didn't think, I just it was for fun. Why not? Because I'm, I'm always a big stickler that if there's one tag team that has a name and one tag team that doesn't, it kind of looks obvious. 
So that's at least the angle I was going for. Sure enough, managed to leave, but not uh, before hearing that Vanessa Azori and Sierra were calling themselves the gosh darn millennials. Sounds a little familiar. So uh, I'm expecting my royalty check in the mail soon. And Sierra, if you're watching, if you're watching this, yeah, of course. If you're listening to this, or if somebody wants to relay this to Sierra, I saw the shirts, saw the uh, the new design that uh, got made. So, really, really cool stuff. Really, uh, they they turned out nicely. So I'm uh, waiting for that payment of for the for the design I made. Because here's the thing: uh, if I make a design for you. It's one of two things, and this isn't shooting on Sierra at this point. I'm just, I'm fucking around. Um, but in general, if I make designs, I don't do it often. But if it's simple enough, I'm simple enough, and then it works out. But I would much rather get a shirt out of it uh, than get payment out of it because if I get 30 bucks, say, for, for the logo, great, got 30 bucks. That's going to be gone within a week because I'm terrible with my money. But I get a t-shirt out of it, one, that's going to be cheaper because even if a shirt costs $20 to make, it doesn't. Um, I mean, case in point, it takes Pro Wrestling Tees, 13 bucks to make a shirt that you sell for 20 so you make a little bit of a profit. Um, but, you know, 10 15 20 if you're paying 20 a shirt, you need to look elsewhere. But... It's a lot cheaper than doing that 30 so it's a win-win. I get a shirt, and you pay less. So, Sierra, if you're listening, or if somebody gets this to Sierra, let her know. I'm uh, waiting for that uh, for that shirt for that payment, because, like I said, they turn out nice. I can't wait to wear one of those and rock it and be like, I made this. I made this. Um, yeah, Frozen Tundra, first show. Not too bad of a turnout. Uh, wish the best for them for uh, the rest of the shows coming up. Beaver Dam, May 26th is their uh, next show. It's an early show. It's on a Saturday still. But because it's Memorial Day weekend, they want to try to get everybody out and about uh, to, enjoy the, to uh, enjoy the holiday and enjoy their time with the family. Uh, so it's going to be at 3 p.m. opposed to a 7 p.m. start time you might expect from a Saturday. But on the plus side, you might be able to double dip uh, with some pro wrestling on that weekend if there's a late show. At a normal 7 p.m. start time, you never know. And I just want to say too that uh, Frozen Tundra—they zipped through their sh- the card. They had seven matches on the card, and by the time the main event was coming out, it was quartered to nine, and the show started at seven. So roughly about two hours, I want to say two fifteen, maybe. That's not that's not too shabby, you know. Some some places can do. <laughs> Some people do six matches and it takes three and a half hours with everything. So, you know, for the first show, short and sweet, make them want more, make them wish that it was longer, opposed to it being longer and wishing it was a lot shorter. But, uh, yeah, fun stuff there. Again, Frozen Tundra, great show there. Really enjoyed it. I'd like to thank, uh, once again, Mikey Wild and Porn Stash Peter Swans for being on the show, talking with me, shooting the shiznit. Because uh, that's, that's shit if you didn't realize. And uh, thanks to Vanessa and Sierra for ripping off my gimmicks. Must be a good indication I have a good uh, taste. A good, a good brain for the business, I guess. But who knows. 
Um, I'd also like to thank JP off the record for not messing with the, uh, not being JP and messing up with the interview and being himself. Because he said he was going to, but uh, out of respect, he didn't do that. So thanks a lot, JP. All right, I'm losing my voice, as you can tell. Hopefully, by episode three, this uh, cold or whatever the hell I have, uh, hopefully I get my voice back. So uh, before I lose my voice completely this episode, be sure to check me out on the social medias, Facebook, AC Riley WI, Twitter, and Instagram at WrongAlexRiley. And then also on Pro Wrestling Tees, I got a Pro Wrestling Tee store with the new design from Of The Dead Designs that should hopefully be up there, if not now, in a couple days. But check it out, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrongAlexRiley. Buy a shirt and support AC Riley because I really, really appreciate everybody that checks out the store and makes me feel like I'm uh, I'm worth a damn. <laughs> but uh, also uh, YouTube, I got a YouTube page, uh, search Riles Beniles. Now it seems a little weird, a little out of context for AC Riley, but that's because that kind of took over my page as a gaming page, uh, playing Fallout 4, Wolfenstein 2, other first-person shooters, and some other action games. But I do have the occasional wrestling match on there, the occasional wrestling promo. So, so you can get your wrestling fix on the page while also checking me uh, play video games and playing video games. Eh, not the greatest, but. I have fun with it. I enjoy what I do, and I, I enjoy having something to do if I'm not on the road. Speaking of on the road, plenty of shows coming up here in the month of May, so check out the Facebook page for more details of that as I try to get finalized. I don't want to say a list and then miss something or say something that I'm not te- technically on. So, uh, yeah. Well, that about does it for this episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Again, let me know what you think of the name. Let me know what you think of the format. Let me know if I should just stop altogether. Because if this is something that nobody cares about, I'll honor the request and uh, you know call it a day. But I enjoy being able to bullshit with my friends and my brothers and sisters. I enjoy giving them an opportunity to speak and learn some good stories and just, you know, get them on a platform that maybe they don't necessarily get to do. And might as well because I kill some time doing these ins and outs while I'm driving, even though it's at the cost of my voice. And maybe I should finish talking now so I don't get hoarse and then I can't order anything uh, at the gas station because that would be terrible if I have to pantomime because I'm terrible at charades. But again, thank you for tuning in. Let me know what you think. Give me a follow on uh, the social medias and let your voice be heard. Be sure to check out the rest of the Grapple Talk Network, the Ross Family Matters podcast, the regular guy gaming show. We talk about video games and review movies that they like now. And also the flagship. Check out the Grapple Talk flagship. You know, Nick and Jesse like to talk about everything from local stuff to national stuff. And they got a good banter about it because it's just two dudes like to talk about wrestling. And that's the banter is always the best part. It doesn't matter what they say as long as the banter is good. As you can tell, my voice is getting worse. I need to shut up. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate all the support. And we'll see you hopefully for episode three as long as I can get my voice back. Hey, this is Dave Dynasty from the Dave Dynasty Show. Hey, check out our weekly podcast where you get my take on wrestling headlines. I answer listener questions and I interview your favorite independent wrestling stars. You can find us at www.davedynasty.com or look up the Dave Dynasty Show 
on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for your support. Well, fuck Superman. Starters, I'm sorry, but he has, he has he has he has he has too many powers. Too many yeah, right? powers. No, the thing is, I, I I don't like Superman. Yeah, this I love the fucking logo. He so. loves it's the, the logo. third most recognizable logo in the world. Yeah. The first is the, the no, it's the cross. <laughs> first is McDonald's. The, the, the Christian cross. The second is the Star of David. The third is the Superman logo. The fourth is the McDonald's Golden Arches. I, thought, I, I did not realize that. Yeah. No, I read an article about it the other day. See, yeah, I'm Michael Jordan. I've, I've learned a lot from Michael Jordan. That, that's urban America. Sir. I've learned a lot from Superman that it's it, he seems like the very much the, the the cop out for like, hey, here's all these problems that we have with this comic book. Yeah. What, what do we do? Oh, just get Superman. He'll fuck everybody up. Well, <laughs> realistically, what they did with Superman originally, you go back to the Action Comics number one. He didn't fly. He could leap. You know, he didn't leap have like he didn't have like the the laser vision and the super. He had. Incredible strength, but the, the cover of the first issue of Superman is him lifting a car, not a planet. <laughs> yeah, you know. So they got him because they built him up to such a huge, unbeatable guy. That's why they had to come up with kryptonite. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes more sense if he was leaping on, like if if he wasn't flying, he was leaping, which makes more sense to can leap a tall building in a single bound. Yeah. It's like, of course he can. He can fucking fly. It's not that hard. <laughs> right. Oh, I need to get up there. There we go. Jump! Okay, there we are. But yeah, so I, I had the debate with the guys. I'm like, you know, Marvel Marvel's cool because they're very hero strong. But name name strong Marvel villains. Like... Doctor Doom. Cool. Name fucking six more. Because it's like... I, I can... Commander Doom, Lieutenant Doom. <laughs> but no, you, you go Batman. But they're more iconic still, aren't they? A Batman villains well, Batman are, villains are more, more iconic. iconic than anything but, that but the when Marvel you got, when you've got your you've got your Thanos, you've got your Doctor Doom, you've got your uh, Green Goblin. I mean, there are Marvel here. You know. Sure, sure. And I'm not disagreeing with that. Spider-Man is probably the closest to Batman. Well, he's got that cool rogue, villains. He's got the rogues gallery. Yeah. You know, but it's Fantastic like, Four is like Doctor Doom or Galactus every other month, you know? Yeah. But it's like, outside of that, it's like, who do they really have? Magneto. 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 Well, how is it Magneto when it's a magnet? It's a pronunciation. Yeah. And, Long and, and, but you also have to understand that when I say Magneto, I don't say, oh, Magneto. It's always Magneto. So it's like, you have to go real high with the E. You know? All right, doors open in 10 minutes. Doors open at what? The doors open in 10 minutes. Oh, God damn it.